0: I'll bring you inspiring all out guests, lifestyle, business tips, and tools to empower you to take the leap from burnout employee to all out entrepreneur, making your passion, your paycheck. If this mom of three corporate burnout can go all out, so can you.
1: Let me ask you guys a question. Do you have a financial plan for the money that's coming in that you are making in your social selling business? Do you have a plan that tells your money where to go so that at the end of the day, at the end of the year, at the end of your journey in the business, that your money has actually worked harder for you than you have for it? That's what this call, that's what this podcast is all about today, is giving you some nuggets and insight on how I financially plan as an entrepreneur throughout my year to create financial stability, financial security, but also a financial legacy. I hope you guys enjoy. Hello, Burnout to All Out community, as I've promised you guys. I'm gonna be bringing to you some money minutes as I'm evolving and sharing with you guys money management as an entrepreneur. And so this episode is actually gonna bring me back to my roots as an early, early entrepreneur, initially bringing in some income while still working full-time and giving you guys some advice on you know the do's and don'ts of investing in your e-com business as you're getting started. So here's the thing. And, you know, this comes from my great mentor, Mel Abraham, and his whole thing is, if you don't tell your money where to go, it will disappear in the wrong places, right? And that's what we're going to talk about today is I'm going to give you guys a formula that I've been using that works for me. And I wish I'd actually followed this formula even more to a T from the very beginning. So for those of you who are just getting started, I hope this really helps you out. Okay. Okay. Here is the bottom line with your side hustle, your main and center hustle, whatever it may be, whether this is your bread and, you know, bread and butter like mainstream income or it's your side income, you should always be investing first. You should always be investing first. So what I see with a lot of new network marketers is the money or the social sellers, business owners new to starting their their businesses is the money starts to come in and they have no plan for it and it just starts to disappear, right? And that is that kind of broke, poor money mindset of not having that millionaire mindset and having a plan for the money that comes in. So here's the thing, from day one, from day one, many of you have been curious, how was I able to scale to six figures with a side hustle while working full time as a corporate professional? Guys, it's because I was willing to invest the money I was making, okay. I'm going to say that again. I was willing to invest the money I was making because I saw where the business was taking me and that there was only so many hours in the day. I could choose to keep my earnings all to myself and flatline and plateau in my business, or I could put it back out into the universe through hiring help in different ways that was going to allow me to grow and scale bigger, faster, harder, as well as reinvest in my team and my personal development, right? So that's the difference, first and foremost, between that poor, broke mindset, and the rich, rich mindset. And rich doesn't just mean money. Rich means abundant and the perspective of investing, right? So Here's the thing from day one, I was from day one, bringing in an income, I was investing in paying other people to help me from a VA standpoint. I was reinvesting in my team through promotions and resources and coaching. And that's, you know, all dependent on your company and their policies these days, things have evolved. I was investing in my personal development, in coaches life coaches. I was investing in events that I was attending. I was investing to this day. I invest in masterminds, right? So constantly, constantly investing, but here's the thing. Here's the thing that a lot of social sellers don't really think about. And that is that the average business owner, the average entrepreneur who launches a business, okay. They don't turn a profit for three years. Okay. They don't turn a profit for three years. But for some reason in social selling, we feel like, and I say we because I'm categorizing, because the risk is low, the overhead is low, when the money starts to come in, they start to blow it. The network marketers, the social sellers, they start to just spend the money coming in and 100% rewarding themselves instead of investing. And so I challenge you no matter how little or how much you're making, are you telling your money where to go? Do you have a plan for investing? Okay. So I'm going to walk you guys through a great formula that Mel Abraham coaches to that I follow, and I have been following a good portion of it for the past number of years, but this year I've gotten really tight on it. And it's called leapfrog funding. Okay. It's called leapfrog funding. What leapfrog funding is, is it's really for entrepreneurs. It's not for the nine to fiver, right? So like the nine to fiver has a very predictable salary, money coming in every single, every two weeks, predictable paycheck. Leapfrog funding is this concept around The fact that exactly what it says, you leap, right? There's highs and there's lows in entrepreneurship. There's big months and there's small months. Depending on your industry, sales can be really high in certain seasons. If you're in the coaching business like me, there's months where you're doing a big launch and then there's months where you're not, right? So there's so many ups and downs in the income of an entrepreneur. And so what's important is that no matter where, whether you're in an up or you're a down, the money that's coming in, you have a plan for it, right? So I'm going to walk you through, really, I'm going to unpack for you the percentage breakdown that I follow male coaches to, I think back to even my very, very early entrepreneurial days. And I wish that I followed this even more to a T from day one, versus kind of growing into it. Okay. So let me give you kind of the overarching view, and then I'll kind of unpack it for you. So get out your pen and paper. And I want you to challenge yourself to ask, you know, how much money am I making in my social selling business right now? First of all, on average, on a monthly basis, some of you have no idea. It blows my mind. I have conversations with people. They don't even know. They don't know how much money they made last year. They haven't looked at their W2s. Guys own this business, like the business owner that you are. Know your numbers. Okay. So, Broad brush breakdown of the different, if you think about it as kind of a pie chart of percentages, right? You're going to want to tell your money to go into an investment fund. You're going to want to invest back into your business. You're going to want to salary yourself. You're going to want to celebrate. And don't forget, you have to pay taxes, right? You have to pay taxes. And for those of you who've come into this and are now front and center entrepreneurs, you really want to be investing in a 401k as well, right? So, so here's, here's, I'm going to kind of walk through each topic and let's talk about it a little bit. So let's go back to the first one, which was putting money into an investment fund, right? So we really follow the principle of 10 to 15% in an investment fund with each cash injection, right? Invest first, right? The whole thing is the rich mindset is that you invest first and then you live off of what's left, right? And I I would venture to say a lot of you guys who are listening in have another paycheck, a nine to five, and this is something you're building on the side. So I would actually challenge you to invest more because this is unaccounted for income that you weren't depending on in the first place, right? Right? The core concept here is that you don't want your money to work for you just once. You want your money to work harder for you than you worked for it. I'm going to say that one more time. You want your money to work for you harder than you worked for it. How does that happen? You have to cognizantly tell it where to go when it comes in so that it can compound and create more income for you. And I'm going to give you like an actual numbers example at the end and what that can look like, okay? So the bottom line is for us, each with each launch and with each paycheck that comes through with my businesses, 10 to 15% is allocated into a totally separate investment fund, right? And we're then later able to tell it where we want it to go. So you can accumulate that money So that later you can invest it in assets like when you're ready and you've got enough in there, maybe you put it in the market, the stock market, maybe you put it in real estate, maybe you want to invest in a startup. And so you have that asset, but you're only going to have that asset money aside to create more income, passive income for you long-term. If you've told your money where to go in the first place, I don't care if you're making a hundred dollars a month or you're making a hundred thousand dollars a month. Tell 10 to 15% of your income where to go to set aside to invest in assets because asset investment is actually what sets you free financially. Those of you listening in who are pursuing network marketing as your passive income that's going to set you free, unless you plan on continuing to work full time and have that passive income. I still suggest you be investing some of the income coming in in your network marketing business into an asset. Because if you decide that if your ultimate goal is to walk away from corporate, guess what? You no longer have multiple streams of income. You have one from your network marketing company. So you might as well have a job unless you're taking that money And you're reinvesting it somewhere, right? Yes, it can ultimately be passive. If you build a large enough team, the money keeps coming in every month. But that's one sole source of income that you're depending on versus taking a calculated percentage that's a compound effect each month and long term investing it in an income producing asset. So I hope this is making sense to you guys. Some of you are listening and you're like, oh my God, I need to move on to the next podcast. Melissa's talking about money. This is so boring. I would challenge you. I used to feel that way too until I became the CEO of my business and my life and my financial destiny. And so I challenge you to listen in, lean in and have a financial plan for your business. It will get you really excited. Okay. Okay. We have some huge goals now this year, once maxing out my 401k, and we'll talk about that in a minute, of actually taking the money that's left over and investing in real estate, right? And so that just creates even more giddy up in my step because I have this financial plan and these goals to crush, right? Okay, so Number one in leapfrog funding, 10 to 15% each month needs to be going towards an asset fund. Number two, this is a big one. And keep in mind, I'm kind of doing this in priority. Number two is you need to have a percent that you're committed to reinvest in your business. Okay, okay a percentage to reinvest in your business. Now, depending on what type of business you're operating, it may look a little different. But for those of you who are in social selling affiliated with a network marketing company, you should be spending some of that on the events, although a lot of them are virtual right now, you should be spending it on support and growing your business, whether it's humans from a VA standpoint, helping you with social media. Maybe you're you're at home with kids and you're making an income now. You need to be paying someone $15 an hour to do the laundry because your hourly rate is higher than that working on your business, right? Maybe you're investing in a coach. Maybe you're investing in a mastermind. The bottom line is you will ultimately plateau and you will flatline in your business if you're not investing in it, right? To scale long-term. I don't know many seven-figure income earners, and I don't know many six-figure income earners in this industry who don't have hired help to help them operate their business and life. Hey, hey you, yeah, you. Thanks for listening to the podcast. I wanted to interrupt for a quick second to fill you in on what's up in the LinkedIn Academy this month. Along with all the modules and workshops that I've put together to condense the time it will take to help you 10x your business, I've recently had three incredible world-renowned guest speakers inside the Academy exclusively coaching students to level up in their mindset. What's happening is the students are not only creating the business they've always wanted, but they're having shifts in their mindset at the same time to live their best life possible. Head to my website, livethefreelife.co and click the LinkedIn Method Academy to learn more. So for me, we invest 30 to 33% back into our business. Now for me, that's in the form of paying people to support the business. And it includes investing in coaching and masterminds. And it also includes the back-end operation expenses. Now, even those of you who are in social selling and maybe you're, you're not a coach, you don't have employees, you don't have a bigger business, you're still gonna wanna look into investing in certain technologies like email automation. There's different platforms and programs that can help you raise the bar in your business, along with hiring VAs or social media agencies to help manage the DMs and the influx of networking, right? So you should always, always be investing back in to your business to grow yourself. Again, it could be a mindset coach, it could be a life coach, but something to raise your lid. That also includes investing in your team. Again, want to be PR here compliance, like you're all with different companies, you have different policies on what you can invest back in. But many times, you know, it's the little things when I have people on my team rank up to certain titles, they get certain books that I love, I'll gift them some free coaching with my favorite mentors, all the things guys, we have to think like business owners, if you want to grow a business. All right. So that's number two, number three, salary yourself see see how that was number three see how that wasn't number one that was number three salary yourself. So for me, we salary me about 30%, 30 to 33% of the profit of my businesses, right? So 30 to 33%. Now I do this full time now with my businesses, I don't have a nine to five. So we actually live off of this income, it helps pay the mortgage, it pays for groceries, all those things. But you can see how we're investing first investing in the business, then figuring out how much is left over to salary myself, The broke mindset is to go spend what you want, what you can, what you have, and then what's left over, invest, which is typically nothing, right? (laughs) Okay, so we salary and we salary at 30%. So maybe um, no matter where you are in your social selling business, you're giving yourself 30% of the profit each month to, to give back to the family, right? Whatever that looks like. The next category is to celebrate, Okay this is the positive reward the positive reinforcement this is outside of salary salary should be considered what you live off of that's contributing to you know the operating cost of the household the groceries all those things we actually gift with each launch of our business we gift 5 to 10% back as a reward and celebration with the family. What could that look like? Well, it could look like a trip to Disney world. It could look like a down payment on a project with a pool, depending on how big your, your, your financial gains are. This past month for us, it paid for patio furniture for the pool, right? But that's the lifestyle reward piece for doing well, Okay. What I want you guys to understand is that was number one, two, three, four. It's the fourth thing that I hit on. It wasn't number one. How many of you guys hit a huge financial goal or a huge rank advancement? And the first thing you do is go blow a wad on like a Louis Vuitton bag, never even thought about where part of it needed to be reinvested, right? I'm here to tell you guys I am where I am today you know, I did, we did a little over a half a million dollars last year, or right around half a million dollars last year. And I think I invested over a hundred thousand. I invested over a hundred thousand in personal growth and development in the business. Okay. So what I want you guys to understand is if you're just continuing to spend what you're making, you're not growing. If you're continuing. To spend all that you're making, you're not growing because you're not investing. You're not investing in your growth. You're not investing in the business's growth. You're not making the money you work so hard for work harder for you by investing. All it simply takes is some calculated steps and ownership of telling your money where to go. Okay? The last one I want to talk about, last but not least is taxes. And I think a lot of people who are early on in this business, forget about that. Maybe you're a rock star who like your business took off in the first year and you had no idea it was going to happen. That happened to me. And you're left with these, this huge tax bill, right? So, you know, I, I, we put 20%, we put 20% of profit away in an account for taxes every single month so that it's there, it's accounted for, and we're ready to pay it quarterly, okay? The last one that I'll speak to for a hot minute, it really just kind of depends on where you are in your journey in entrepreneurship, but that is the 401k, right? The 401k. When your business becomes your main source of income, and you can do this when it's not, but when it becomes your main source of income, you definitely want to be sure to maximize your tax write-offs and your ability to invest in retirement. So you can write, you can invest upwards of 19, 20,000, I think individually into a a 401k for the year. And then you can actually do profit shares for yourself upwards of about $60,000. So this is being smart with your money. This goes back to the book I've been reading about being really savvy and smart with leveraging the tax laws, right? We're very conscious this year of totally maximizing the ability to set money aside for retirement. And for us, it's really considered also an investment strategy. So I'll take you back to the top of the leapfrog funding that we talked about. Number one was investing. So in my mind, Investing can also be considered investing into that 401k. So if you make, you know, $100,000 this year in your social selling business, you can go put nineteen twenty of it away into a 401k. It's going to reduce your taxable income and create compounded interest over a lifetime. So that money you just made is making money for you, right? And talk about it being reducing your taxable income. Okay, okay. So I know this is a little bit of a dry topic, but it is, I am passionate about educating my network about these things. So let me give you real quick, I'm going to give you a rundown of financially what this could look like if you made $100,000 in a year and you follow the leapfrog funding model, what would it look like for you? So let's say you crush six figures this year, then you should be investing about 15%. That would be 15000 in an investment fund. So let's say you set it aside all year long. Then you can decide at the end of that year what you want to do with that money. Do you want to invest in the market? Do you want to open up a four hundred one k? Do you want to maybe dabble into the real estate space or a startup? Um, There's a lot of different things you can do there. Maybe you want to save it for another year or two so that you've got closer to you know fifty grand in there, and then you're ready to invest. Depends on what your goals are, right? So for us, one of the things we've got. Kind of on our wish list or vision board is having enough money and asset in our asset fund to invest in buying some property and getting started on a new mountain home that we can rent as an Airbnb. We've already ran all the numbers. We see the income it could bring in for the house as another income stream, right? But we have to set up enough asset, money, and assets to be able to invest, right? So that creates some big goals. Number two, we talked about investing back into the business. So, if you're making a hundred thousand this year, this is going to blow some of your minds who are social sellers who are making six figures. You should be investing thirty thousand of that back into your business, right? Because it's going to help take you from six figures to seven figures through raising your competence, through raising your support staff so that you're focused more on the money maker of income producing activities that you can do. There's only 24 hours in a day. And if you're doing tasks that are medial and require not your skill set, you should be outsourcing that so you can 10X your business, right? Number three, we talked about salarying yourself. Again, I'm gonna go back to if you made $100,000 this year, you should really only be salarying yourself 30. 30, right? 30%. And then there's the 5 to 10% reward. So if you make $100,000 this year, 5 to 10k, $1,000 in maybe a good splurge, a family trip or an upgrade in the house, right? And then that last piece would be the taxes. That 15 to 20,000 on $100,000 should be set aside for taxes. Okay. So that is kind of my summary for leapfrog funding and this money minute today. I hope that I can encourage some of you to really like sit up straight and look into your back offices and see how much money you made last year, forecast how much money you're going to make this year, commit to a financial plan that's going to help grow your business, increase your assets and long-term have a sound and foundational plan for this amazing business that you're growing. Hope you guys enjoyed this. Thanks for listening to the burnout to all out podcast for free resources, materials, or
0: information on my coaching services. Go ahead over to live the free life.co. that's live the free life.co.